0: are fun. Drag queens are entertainment. And you know what I'll say that was totally not poll tested? I say this, a drag queen for every school.
1: Welcome back to the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking. You're listening to Fearless with Mark and Amber. I'm Amber Archer, co-host of the show, and joining me is my husband, filmmaker, and author, Mark Archer. Hello, hello, hello. Together, we founded our nonprofit filmmaking ministry, Fearless Features, where we are creating documentary films about the issues impacting our culture and society from a biblical perspective. You can learn more about us and the movies we're making by visiting fearlessfeatures.org. It's also a great place to make that one-time or monthly donation to help us share truth and Jesus Christ through the art of movie making. So today, it's going to be fun as the polls open this morning for the U.S. midterm elections 2022. And we've said it before and we'll say it again. Elections have consequences. Mm -hmm. Your local elections matter the most. So take time to research who's on your ballot. Pray for your candidates by name and get to the polls to vote for those most aligned with your values.
2: Today is best day
1: ever. <laughs> I, am, I am praying, praying best day ever. Yes. Praying that the Lord would place godly leaders in positions to make a difference, to shift our nation back to a biblical foundation.
2: Yeah, and I think the interesting... Journey that the Lord has had us on as we've been making dysphoria, and <clears throat> we found ourselves um, discussing this a lot. And I think really having our eyes open to how much this permeates the church, the body of Christ. This notion of believing the lie that separation of church and state means that the church is supposed to stay silent on right. social and
1: political and not issues. get involved.
2: That is nonsense. It's just not what it means at all, and you're going <clears> to <throat> hear more about that as we get closer to releasing Dysphoria. But mm-hmm. um, so don't believe the lie that uh, the the one that the one that really got me. We were just we were just hanging out with Rob McCoy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I listened to him talk about this in mm-hmm. depth. And the thing that that really stuck with me was when he talked about all the excuses that people give. And we went through this last week, excuses that Christians give. Mm -hmm. And the one that he talked about that stuck with me was, um, I'm tired of voting for the lesser of two evils. And his response to (laughs) that was, well, until Jesus Christ himself is on the ballot, you're always going to be voting for the lesser of two (laughs) evils. So get over it. Yeah, yeah. It's just... (laughs) I I, I thought that is just the perfect response Mm -hmm. because I get really tired of hearing that. So today is election day. Get out there Mm -hmm. and do your civic duty. The Lord gave us. We are in a nation that's unique in world history. We, the people, are Caesar. We have the right to vote and to change the dirty water. Mm -hmm. Are we ever going to get it perfect? No, we're never going to get it perfect. We're always going to have issues, people that you vote for that you thought were good are going to get out in there into office and think that they own it, and they don't. They are stewards of that office because someone was there before them. Mm -hmm. Someone will be there after them. And do they turn into turkeys? Sure. Mm -hmm. But we then have the right and the duty and the obligation to vote them out.
1: Biblical citizenship.
2: Right. Is it going to change everything overnight? No. But you know what? We can slow this... This radical left agenda down immensely,
1: yeah what what is that what is that there's that there's that quote that I, I keep seeing floating around um just because you don't fight now does not mean your children won't have to yeah you know or it gets something along those lines I don't even know what don't even know what it is right now, um, but you see it over and over again, and that's that's the one thing especially that motivates me personally mm-hmm. in what we do is I look and I think <laughs> well. I can do something right now. My children are, they're innocent and they're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And who's standing up for them? Yeah. If if we as the parents aren't standing up to protect our kids, who's going to?
2: And I think of all the people that really disliked Trump. Let me just give an example there. And I was one of those. I did not, I didn't vote. We didn't vote for Trump in no. the primaries. I voted for Ted Cruz in the primaries because I was like a lot of people I looked at Trump and I said, I don't think so. I mean, I wanted someone who at least was a professing Christian, right? And I just, Mm -hmm. I didn't see that in him. But then when he won the primary and then it came down to the time to vote, of course I voted for him. Mm -hmm. And you know what? He has done more for America and for the church and for the pro-life movement. Only president in history to march in the pro-life march. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think of all of the people that were like me that didn't like him at first, and then but I certainly I certainly didn't sit by. Of course I voted for him. He was the lesser of two evils. Right. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> it was him or Hillary Clinton? Are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> ding ding ding. You
2: can vote for Donald Trump or Satan incarnate. I mean um but so he that's a good example of you know, you're not voting for a pastor.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You're voting for someone to lead the free world mm-hmm. and who can get the job done. So yeah, are they ever going to be a perfect candidate? No. Is he going to always say everything that you agree with? No.
1: Is this ever going to be a perfect nation?
2: Not until Christ comes back. Nope. Nope. So, so I actually, I wanted to give a shout out.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: to, to some of our biggest fans in Nebraska,
1: I'm telling you, they just can't get enough.
2: Can you can you tell people about uh, about our big fans in uh, Nebraska? Um,
1: okay well we've there have been several articles especially now because it's election day and so we have we started seeing uh, people tagging us and a mm-hmm. lot more mentions in the Sunday newspaper there's letter to the editors and you know everybody's bashing the mind polluters yes. because it was screened endlessly <laughs> in Nebraska and just hats off to you yes. protect Nebraska children and um, Nebraska for founders values yep, Mark bonkowitz and oh that one. Oh my goodness, yes. they did such a phenomenal job. I mean, the Washington Post has done write-ups about what they've done and the mind polluters and yep. how they've been using it. Now you've got more of them, which we've mentioned here on the podcast before, the Seeing Red Nebraska. Love these guys.
2: Living rent-free in their minds. Now, Seeing Red Nebraska, these are the ones that wanted everyone to show up wearing clown costumes. Yes. Remember
1: this? Yeah.
2: It would, be, it would be too bad if everybody showed up wearing clown costumes, and I was... I was sitting here going, oh, please, please do, and send pictures. Please, I want to see it. As far as I know, nobody did. Right. Because they were protesting. Was it Kirk Panner, who was yeah. on yeah. the school board? Yeah. yeah. And he won, right? Yeah, or, he did. Yeah.
1: yeah. So what's what's interesting is because what happened is, so in the Mind Polluters, we expose the national sex ed standards. And this is from many organizations, but um, you know Planned Parenthood, SICUS, mm. others involved, but they were trying to implement all the, the three R's curriculum in Nebraska, this contested, heated, year and a half debate. So they went through public comment section uh, to the, the, the school board. And as far as I know, like this is the overview of where we're at. You know, we're in Indiana. It's Nebraska. We only kind of get snippets of what's happening over mm-hmm. there. Um, but
2: let me point out, Nebraska is also where, if you remember a few months ago when we played on the podcast, there was a pastor oh yeah yeah came to one of the open school board meetings and t- took his whole five minutes of public comment time just to bash mark Us, and amber yeah. <laughs> and the mind like whatever and we played it on the podcast and we of course gave our response to
1: yeah i mean right. hey and, and just so everybody knows uh, the movie has now been in all 50 states mm-hmm. it's uh, the spanish version has been in uh, 41 countries And growing Mm -hmm. and it's it's been seen i can't even we can't even begin to tell you how many times i would i would say probably at least over a hundred thousand times the movie's been shown hey what happened (laughs) so so
2: read their latest uh, post oh yeah yeah
1: so looks like it's time and this was yesterday (laughs) looks like it's time to remind everyone that the mind polluters is not a documentary it is racist anti lgbtq propaganda made by mm-hmm. grifters
2: grifters <laughs>
1: all right and promoted by local hate group protect nebraska children please share with your family and friends as this film is once again making its rounds <laughs> ding 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 <laughs> once again making its rounds and i'll i'll add that we were i you know we did share that it was free all day monday so that mm-hmm. people could actually see it and make a educated decision for themselves but they banned us, they blocked us So,
2: Well, in honor of seeing Red Nebraska, and how, how much they love us over there
1: uh-huh.
2: in their basements, uh, I've got a little musical tribute to them. You ready? Yeah, here we go. I'm
1: so much, cooler all right. <laughs> so much cooler all
2: right. I get home I kiss my mom <laughs> she fixes me a snack. <laughs> I head down. Is this Brad Paisley? Yeah, it's Brad Paisley. <laughs> yep, this is you using Brad Nebraska.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so much cooler online.
2: It's so much cooler online. Unfortunately, in real life, not so
1: much. Okay. Yeah.
2: That's all I got about seeing
1: Nebraska.
2: Yeah. What else we got to talk well, about today? Well,
1: and it's interesting because there was a, well, I want to go back to the national sex ed standards that, that are trying to get pushed across the country. I mean, mm-hmm. this isn't just, this is not just Nebraska. It's how, you know, we've got an Indiana legislator who has vowed that this year he's going to push this stuff through. Mm -hmm. So, hello, Indiana. It's coming.
2: And who is it that's... uh,
1: I'm pretty sure it's Rob Bray.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Man, you are one pathetic loser.
1: (laughs) Well, that was not very nice.
2: Well, it's just how I feel. It's all about how I feel. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a product of social, emotional learning, and my feelings are paramount. So, in case you're still not familiar with what exactly CSE is, Comprehensive Sex Ed, Mm -hmm. it is the taking taking all the restrictions away right let's just let's just indoctrinate kids with every conceivable uh, perversion and make it part of their classroom
1: well and, and it sounds it sounds good on paper right mm-hmm. and and that's what the there's a, a new study that I'm gonna uh, post a link to in the show notes and it's and it's quoted three decades of research a new sex ed agenda wrapped in the veneer of science so basically what comprehensive sex ed is supposed Supposed to be, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be the original purposes is for reducing teen pregnancy, STDs, and sexual risk behavior.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so that's what it's supposed to be.
2: That's otherwise known as SRA, sexual risk avoidance. Right, you hear, you hear that? Right, term.
1: but but you know they were the SRAs all just got defunded. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> so anyway, that, that's a, for another okay. topic, another day. So in this study here that came out from the Institute for Research and Evaluation, uh, they did a little homework like we've done Mm -hmm. and which we show in the Mind Polluter so people can really see what these three R's and the Advocates for Youth and all these things being pushed, the National Sex Ed Standards.
2: Oh, no, we've, we've been debunked. (laughs)
1: <laughs> right. Just, it's it's propaganda, and it's fear-mongering, and, we're, and it's... And we're
2: grifters. And
1: we're grifters, and faux, faux documentary, I don't even... Yeah.
2: Uh, grifters is a new one. I haven't been called a grifter.
1: I know! I actually had to look the term up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like,
2: grifters? Like, <laughs> what is that?
1: What is that? I mean, exactly. I mean, so. Can we just get some definitions here. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So anyway, so despite repeated claims that CSE programs have been quote proven effective at accomplishing such goals when a credible scientific lens is used to examine studies designed to test the casual impact of CSE programs, the evidence disappears. For example, you guys are gonna love this. This and this is why we are so against so people say, Well, why why don't you wanna teach kids about biology and you know sexual behavior? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's all fraud, it's all fake, mm-hmm. it's all it's all false mm-hmm. information that you have. A recent published review of the research most often cited by CSE advocates found that only six out of one hundred and three studies of school-based CSE worldwide showed a sustained protective effect. That means lasting one year post program. So imagine
2: six out of one hundred and three, six
1: out of one hundred and three.
2: So that's just about five percent.
1: OK, so so imagine your child has this curriculum for one year and it doesn't. And these are in the youngest of age groups. Mm-hmm. OK, so we're talking about kindergartners all the way through 12.
2: Right. So they're teaching sex Mm-hmm. To six-year-olds, five and six-year-olds.
1: Well, uh, well, there's specific examples. They don't right. go into all of the details yet at that age, but it gets you know younger. I think it was for the eleven-year-olds. You can bathe with your partner um, to avoid STDs, and uh, and I won't go into any more graphic mm-hmm. details, okay. but because it's just disgusting. Mm.
2: Yeah. All right.
1: (laughs) Well, and it goes on. It says, moreover, nearly three times as many studies, 17, found such negative effects of CSE, it increases the teen sexual risk behavior. You don't say. Say it ain't so. I know. In addition to prevention, CDC... And one federally funded sex education program, most were CSE, found no evidence that school-based CSE programs significantly increased teen condom use or reduced teen pregnancy or STDs, the very outcomes for which CSE programs were originally designed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: Is it any wonder that if you say, let's just think this through. All right. Try to remember back to when you were in junior high, high school and um, whether you're male or female, there are all kinds of hormones raging through your body, okay? So now let's add into that, where you're already struggling with things like that, maybe struggling with paying attention to what you're supposed to be mm-hmm. instead of looking at the opposite sex. Um, now let's add into that that we're going to discuss graphic, Sexual experiences Mm
1: -hmm. of all kinds
2: of all kinds Mm -hmm. discuss in mixed gender classes Mm -hmm. how to put on condoms, what to do with them, basically how to have every conceivable kinds of sexual intercourse. Mm -hmm. Do you think that that's going to encourage the behavior? Or discourage the behavior. <laughs> right. So <laughs> they're already in. They're already naturally encouraged, inclined towards that. Mm-hmm. That's how the Lord has designed us. At that age, we're starting to develop into females and males, right? <laughs> <laughs> and they're starting to notice each other and mm-hmm. desire these things. Let's encourage it right. by showing them how to do it, and then saying, "This is to help you not do it."
1: Okay. Right, so so it was interesting because um, so if I just go back and read the summary, the research review, three decades of research, the case for comprehensive sex education by Goldfarb and Lieberman, purports to show quote strong support for the effectiveness of school based comprehensive sex education at producing many benefits beyond its original goals of preventing teen pregnancy and STDs. Yet eighty percent of the studies cited as supporting evidence for these CSE benefits are not. Studies of CSE programs. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, no, no. Don't ask questions.
2: No, 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 no. Uh, uh, So you want me to read that again? Read that again. It gonna, says. Okay.
1: Yet eighty percent of the studies cited. So this is this is from like the National Sex Ed Standards. Okay. Their own from their own data. Eighty percent of the studies cited as supporting evidence for the CSE benefits are not. Studies of CSE programs. Idiot. So <laughs> 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 wait, wait, it, go, it goes on.
2: So the eighty percent of their source material that supposedly proves their point, right, is not even source material that has anything to do with right. what what point they're trying to prove.
1: Right, right. So, so moreover, let me circle back.
2: Circle back,
1: circle back. Let me,
2: let me...
1: Circle back, circle
2: back. I'm trying to understand this. Circle back, (laughs) circle back. Okay, go ahead.
1: Moreover, roughly 90% of the few CSE studies actually cited do not meet recommended scientific by scientific evidence. This study does not show evidence that comprehensive sex education should be taught to young children in early grades or that it helps prevent child sex abuse or reduces dating, intimate partner violence, or homophobic bullying. Rather than making, quote, the case for CSE, this review merely gives the appearance of a scientific support to a new controversial CSE agenda that includes early sex education, gender ideology and social justice theory. An agenda that the authors appear to be invested in. Nonetheless, they have presented no scientifically credible confirmatory evidence for that agenda. Some men just want to watch the world burn what was that <laughs> that's from
2: batman
1: oh my word okay come on <sighs>
2: well on that note i've got an interesting clip here from the attorney general of michigan
1: okay well well i'll let people know i'll leave the the full it's uh, eight pages i think i'll leave the full okay. eight pages pdf on there for you
2: you know if you happen to be listening from michigan and you've got an opportunity if you're listening to this on Tuesday. You have an opportunity to go and vote this lady out. This is your attorney general. Are we ready for this? Here we go. You know what's
0: not a problem for kids who are seeking a good education? Drag queens. Oh okay. My word. Let me say this. Drag queens, not only are they not hurting our kids, drag queens make everything better. Drag queens are fun. Huh? Drag queens are entertainment. Um and you know what I'll say that was totally not poll tested? I say this. A drag queen for every school. That There you go. That is what would be fun what for is the kids and lift them this? up when they're having emotional issues.
2: I don't know. She was giving a speech at some event. but She
1: was being serious? Oh, yeah.
2: She's being very serious. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah, Michigan.
2: There's your attorney general. Wow. She is. She is a perfect match for your tyrannical governor.
1: Wow! Richard wow! Whitmer. You wow. need to get her out of
2: there too. Um, I
1: I am trying to understand. Well, other than it, it, there's no understanding because it's just the depravity of man. It's sin. It's sin. Mm-hmm. It. Oh, please pray for these people. They are so lost. But, wow! You yeah. honestly believe that a man. Hmm dressing up in usually lingerie flamboyant
2: and it's not just and it's not just a a man dressing up as a woman it's it's a man dressing up as a demonic looking woman
1: oh yeah those are those are even more wicked
2: more and more you see them they are just terrifying you know they got the little demon horns and everything and they uh, they're they're just repulsive so yeah that she thinks that this is
1: that's education?
2: That's education. Uh, a drag queen for every school.
1: That's, that's education to you? Yeah.
2: So I would add to what For what, what purpose? Said, I would add to what you said, yes. As Christians, yes, we should pray for the salvation of these people. But as citizens, we need to stand against them. Oh, absolutely. We need to fight them, and we need to vote them out. Yeah. Pure and simple. Mm-hmm. There, there's just, <laughs> it's just no other way to describe. Um, because when you have people like that in charge... Then you get just, I mean, what have we seen over the, just over the past two years? Just the, the floodgates have been wide open, and just everybody is, the, the wicked are just running rampant. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know who Anne Hathaway is, right? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, Anne Hathaway was recently on The View, which is one of my favorite shows. I just love The View. Right. I love, love all of it they have to say about things, and Anne Hathaway... Well, she had some comments.
1: I'm trying to figure out who actually watches the view. Like why? I don't
2: know. I don't I think if it yeah. weren't for social media reposting all of these horrendous discussions that they have, they would have no viewers at all. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because I've never actually watched it. Yeah. All no I've me either. watched is all of these horrific highlights
1: snippets.
2: <laughs> so here they're they're gushing over Anne Hathaway and the anniversary of her film The Devil Wears Prada. Mm-hmm. And then they get into this whole discussion about abortion. Mm-hmm. Okay, so buckle up. Here we go. You know, the devil is proud of did uh, turn 16 this summer. Yes. The time flies, boy. So you wrote this on Instagram. Quote, I am struck by the fact that the young female characters in this movie built their lives and careers in a country then honored their right to have choice over their own reproductive health. See you in the fight. So why did you write that? Why was it important to you, for, to, you to write something like that? Because
0: we're in the fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We're in the fight every day. We're in the fight every minute. And you mentioned the Devours Prada turning sweet 16. Yeah. Some 16-year-old's life has been irrevocably changed yeah. because of the current overturning of Roe v. Wade. And in this character, I played a young woman who was starting out her career. And when you are a young woman starting out your career, your reproductive destiny matters a great deal. Of course. Oh, now it's destiny. And, uh, just, it's destiny for you
1: to go and have sex with someone. The, it had
0: just happened. Like, and I just, oh, it just happened. I think about it all the time. I think we all think about it all the time. Yeah. And um, and what its implications are and what it means to live in a country that puts us in this position
1: Again. What? Again. Again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And so if I were to play that role nowadays, I couldn't take that for granted. I couldn't take that freedom mm. for granted, the freedom of choice. And by the way, I'm not, this is not a moral conversation about abortion. Excuse me? This is a practical conversation about women's rights. And by the way, human rights, because women's rights are White. human rights. What
2: about the
1: baby's rights? And the yeah. freedom
0: that we all need to be able to. To choose and build our lives, and have access to choose and build our
1: lives. Who cares about the other?
2: I just say one
0: other thing, and just uh, without going into too many details, my own personal experience with abortion, and I don't think we talk about this enough. Abortion can be another word for mercy. We don't know. We don't know. It's not a world in which we know that no two pregnancies are alike, and it follows that no two lives are alike. That follows that no two conceptions are alike. So how can we have a law, how can we have a a, a point of view on this that says we must treat everything the same? And where I come at it from is when you allow for choice, you allow for flexibility, which is what we need in order to be human. So that anyway, I just wanted to include right. that, Especially for that part. Especially for that. It's not It's not set in stone. Just because What's you, you get pregnant doesn't mean you get to keep for that for baby. Yeah, it's a health decision.
2: It's a health decision. It,
0: it, it can be. It's it really can be. Yeah.
2: Right. Oh, yeah. that is a it's a personal decision to murder your child. Uh, it's a health decision.
1: Oh, it's I mean the same. So the wicked. same
2: wicked garbage they're, they just keep spewing it over and over and over again. And that reminds me and Rob McCoy said this as we were listening to him last week. If your church said nothing about the overturning of Roe v. Wade, maybe you should consider a new church. Yeah. maybe These things matter. These things. We murdered over 60 million babies. Mm-hmm. I was born in 73, the same year that Roe v. Wade went into effect. 60 million. And it was finally overturned. And. By and large, the churches in America have been silent about that. We should. That's what be, it looks we like? We should be throwing the biggest party in the world mm-hmm. for that, but haven't heard a whole lot. And why? Well, it's a political issue. We're not an activist church, so we don't talk about things like that from the pulpit. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. It's another word for cowardice. Um, I have um, I have one more. Great to share. Um, and then
1: we're gonna have to wrap it up because people to gotta get to the poles yeah. and boat.
2: So Jimmy Kimmel, uh-huh. another one of my well, another one of my favorites. They did a little uh, little spoof commercial. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, well I'll just let it play for itself here, okay.
0: Oh Gimmel
2: Oops, sorry, it was buffering. Snuggle the Fafford Softener Bear. Remember Snuggle Bear from the old commercials? Do you remember Snuggle Bear from the commercials, Mo? Yes, Jimmy, of course. From the commercials, Snuggle yeah. Bear was big. In 1986, it was like uh, like Snuggle Bear and Mr. T were the hot couple. And in case you're too young to have seen Snuggles, or maybe you just don't remember, this is the bear. That captured America's hearts and laundry in the year 1986. Once upon a time, fabric softeners cost a lot, but now there's new Snuggle fabric softener. Hi, I'm Snuggles. Snuggly softness that's really less expensive. Look, I get towels fluffy,
0: <laughs> blankets cuddly, even shirts caked with
2: blood. Even <laughs> shirts caked with blood. You know what else is soft? Human flesh. Baby flesh. Wait. Baby flesh. Where is your baby?
1: What is wrong with these people? Baby Continually sleeping. attacking the most vulnerable. He's
2: snuggly
0: softness. So innocent. He's hovering over a baby so defenseless. right now. The perfect size for a sacrifice. Shh. Time to meet your snuggly death when the dryer's going they'll never hear you scream so you he's know, got a knife pleased with me the dark Lord Snuggle will be brand fabric softener proudly made yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why he played that it's it's
2: to die
1: die for. that's his audience yeah. And listen to them applause and cheer. Okay.
2: Well, I can tell you because I, I, I ran a show like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I spent a year doing a late night comedy show uh-huh. like that. So I can tell you that as wicked as that is, the and the applause is about half real because um, the audience is all on cues as well. And mm-hmm. it's beefed up in post. Yeah. So you have, you literally, if you haven't been in a live audience show, they've got great big... Great big signs that flash mm-hmm. applause, applause, applause and, and applause leaders that are there in the audience and they get the crowd <laughs> whooped up. Now yeah. you're supposed to applause. Now you're supposed to be quiet. Now you're supposed to laugh. Uh-huh. So it's about at best, it's about half authentic. Mm-hmm. And most of the time it's not. You have to go into post and make things appear like they were funny when they actually weren't. Mm-hmm. So, But that's not to detract from the the spot. I mean, you can go look it up on YouTube. Jimmy, we'll leave, we'll leave a link to it. Yeah, and it's it's just wicked. They yeah. they took the Snuggle Bear and he's got a knife and he sacrifices the baby to the Dark Lord. The Dark Lord will be pleased
1: with me. Uh-huh. So well, well, interesting because especially on the left, they keep touting how Roe is on the ballot this year because mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna codify it when they keep control of mm-hmm. whatever.
2: Yeah, get out
1: and vote. Yeah. Anyway, so, All right, you guys, that. that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to look up candidates on your ballot. Pray for those candidates and make sure you go out and do your civic duty and vote.
2: That's all I got.
1: All right. Well, have a wonderfully blessed day. We will talk to you again next Tuesday.